You're listening to the Nice Girls CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Benavidez, and I am so passionate about women and maybe a few good men too, who are ready to live on purpose and make an impact. So if you want to be a leader in the world and build a business that makes a difference, and you want to be bold and confident so you can show up and stand out, then this is the place to be. Ready? Let's go. The legal part of our business is extremely important. And I think a lot of us know that, but it's also very scary, frustrating, and confusing if we are not guided, if we don't know the right things to do, to ask, or to get set up. So today, Stephanie is going to be talking to us about starting our LLCs, and she is just going to mic drop on us about all the things that we need to know about. I I shouldn't even say all the things because there is quite a bit more that we need to explore, learn, and investigate on, but she's going to give us some really good tips on getting started and where to just feel a little bit more confident in taking a first step to be legit in our business. So without further ado, let's welcome Stephanie grab a pen and paper, and let's learn about LLCs and just being legit. Here we go. Buckle up, nice girls, because today Stephanie is going to take us on a ride and we are going to legit our businesses. And it's so important. I can't even tell you any more than that. (laughs) Just what you have to have ready in your business, set up right. And what you don't know, you don't know. So sometimes we stay stuck. I know I did for a very long time and not even legitifying myself and my business. And all the things that you have to do and remember, we got to stay on top of our businesses because that's how we're going to feel more empowered to grow and to be smart about how our business is running. So welcome, Stephanie. Thank you for being here today. Well, thank you for having me, Lisa. I appreciate it. Yeah, Stephanie, you're known as the compliance chick, yeah? Yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) fun. Tell us a little bit about your story and how you got started and what you do now, like what you're so passionate about. Sure. Uh, I am the owner of Legit My Business, and I help business owners navigate the what's next after they become incorporated, whether that's an LLC or SLC Corp. And so I help them navigate the steps, let them know that what their obligations are, what the maintenance is of it. Because a lot of times, you know, people, they just don't know. They just get the LLC and they think they're done. So I help them understand their legal and tax obligations with the LLC or the Um, My background is I've been in this field for 24 plus years. I have a passion for law and and compliance and taxes. I've been doing this for Fortune 500 companies. I last done this for a global company where I maintain all their compliance, making sure they are compliant with DOL, tax, and things like that. So I decided that when I left corporate America, that I wanted to help small businesses understand and in a way that they can grow and thrive in their business. Because that's the one of the things that kind of put people out of business is that when they go in not and not standing, and then it caused all kinds of problems. So I just want to give people a fighting chance. And this is one of the ways that I can serve business owners. Love it. Yeah, the legal part can be such a headache for so many of us. I know for me it is. And being a little bit transparent about it right now, 
I, before we hit record, Stephanie and I were chatting about my LLC and some of the things that even I didn't know. So that's what we're going to dive into. I want all of us to, again, feel empowered to know how to run a business that's legal and just protecting you, your assets, and also not confusing you. I think that's one of the biggest things that turns people off is that the legal words and terms, like we don't understand. So we Mm -hmm. just say, eh, sign on the dotted line. Okay, we're done. (laughs) Right? And that's common too, though. I tell my clients all the time, some of these things are made in legalese where or tech I always say, especially the IRS, oh gosh, I can tell you that Mm. they're not user-friendly or consumer-friendly. And a lot of the people that make the rules that we're supposed to abide by are kind of like, they're not consumer-friendly agencies, they're regulatory bodies. And so when they write these rules and publications, they're not writing as they care if you understand it or not. That's your responsibility. So if you don't understand it, you're supposed to go find somebody to help you translate it. Whether it's a CPA, a licensed attorney, a legal professional, a tax enrolled agent. It's, I guess they're saying it's not their responsibility for you to understand these languages. So you're supposed to go figure it out yourself. And you're oh. like, but what? Yeah. <laughs> and so- And then you're stuck because you're not understanding what they're saying. And even for me, for somebody who have a graduate degree in law, I still don't have to understand some of these things, right? I still don't understand some of these things. I'm like, why did you just say it this way? And I can understand how it can be confusing for the regular person who didn't have a legal background, who maybe only watched Law & Order. That's probably their only uh, training in law. So they go, a lot of them watch Judge Judy and they think that's what the law is. But I'm just going to tell you, these agencies that write these things, that you're supposed to follow are not consumer-friendly agencies. They're not writing these rules for you to understand. It's your responsibility to figure it out. All right. So we're going to talk about this today because this is important. And I don't want anyone, especially not in my community, feeling stuck, frustrated, or not sure where they can at least start to understand what to do next. So I love how you say, and having an LLC is more than just having a library card. And I think that's a good place to start because I know that's what I did. I thought, well, it's done. They sent me my stuff. They said I'm done. And I just believed it and kind of have left it alone. And I'm finding now that there are things that have to get done that I didn't know before. So let's start there. What is the responsibility of having an LLC? So I'm glad that you mentioned my saying about library card. That is the gamut of what people think. Like I get this card, I call it, they think it's a membership card to them. I get this membership card and that's it, right? But no, like any other membership, membership has benefits and it has obligations. And so when you get the, when you get the LLC, then everything starts ticking. The clock starts ticking on what you're supposed to do, right? One of the things I would say, people, one of the common mistakes that I see people is like you said, they file the LLC and then they think they're done, but they don't understand like, okay, I got to go check and make sure it was filed correct. It becomes a public record. It becomes a record of your business. You need that LLC or if you're SOC core, you're going to need that document called the Articles of Incorporation to get a business bank account, to get a business loan. Maybe you want to get a building. If you're trying to do a brick and mortar, you may need to get a a commercial lease. That document is going to serve 
as your like proof of ownership. You know how you buy a house, you get a deed. Mm -hmm. This is the same thing. This is going to be like proof of ownership. So it should have your name on it as the owner of the business. It should have your address and nobody else. So that's the key thing you need to do first and make sure is once you file it, especially if you're using a third party company, because you know, error, human error. And it's an important document because whoever is the authorized signer can take that document, open up a business credit in your name. And you know, it happens. It happens to your personal. So why would not happen to your business credit, right? Mm -hmm. That's the first thing you need to do. Then the second thing you need to do, you need to follow the steps. There are a lot of steps that happen. You have to communicate now with the IRS. Now you still have to communicate with the state. A lot of people don't know that you have to do it either annual, biannual, or every three years, every five years. There are a few states that doesn't require annual reports. What does it mean to file an annual report is that the state wants to know what you've been doing in the state. They want to know, okay, Lisa, you're still here. Okay, but guess what? Now they're going to charge you a fee to say you're still here working in the state. In some states, annual reports are expensive. I'm in Maryland, so every year I have to pay $300 oh my to the state of Maryland, whether I've made money or not. And so that's the thing people have to understand is that they don't care if you didn't make any money. You started the LLC because from day one, once you get that LLC, you get that asset protection. So it's like, you know how you you work at a job and they say, oh, Lisa, here's some health insurance, right? But you can't use it in 30 days. You know how they'll say there's a time period like, oh, you have to wait to your probation period to get health insurance. Right. That's not how the LLC works. So the day that you get your confirmation that your business has been formed in the state, everything begins to tick, right? When you file the articles of corporation, a few months later, you're going to start getting stuff in the mail. Then you automatically link to Duns and Bradstreet, which is a whole nother conversation. <laughs> That's how yeah. you build your business credit, right? Yep. So it becomes your official document. And so you want to make sure because you have to understand what it means when you file your taxes. Because that's one of the main key things why people file an LLC. So they can start benefiting from some of the tax benefits of it. And that's also confusing because with the IRS, it's a disregarded entity. It doesn't exist with the IRS. The LLC is treated just like a sole proprietor in the Fed, in the Fed sense. Mm -hmm. So all this is confusing. I'm even I'm talking, I'm, I'm confusing myself right now because I'm like, so I'm, as I'm talking, I'm like, wow. This is a lot of information that if you don't know, can give you a headache. Mm -hmm. It can seriously, like you said, it discourages people because you hear stories and a lot of people, it's all about, Lisa, it's all about paperwork. Get used to it. Get used to paperwork. Like I said, you're going to start getting stuff in the mail. And please, y'all, beware of scams. Once, because it becomes public record, just like, you know, if you get a ticket in the mail, right? Yep. And all of a sudden you get these letters from law firms. You'd be like, how do they know I, I got to appear before court? For this ticket, because they have people that go into public records and pull stuff and people are going to try to give you some scams. Oh, I can do this for you. I can get your certificate of service. And they're not even legitimate companies. And yeah. so you open yourself up to scams, right? So there's a lot of things that you need to know. And that's why I come in. I kind of be your LLC guardian angel. You don't have to have to worry about what's next. That's what I'm here for. I'll walk you through the steps so you can get organized and gotta get a better understanding what it is because once you finish with me, you're going to know your obligations. You're going to know what you're supposed to do for your taxes, what you're supposed to do for your finances, what you're supposed to do for your bank account, your EIN number, which is your employer identification number, how you're supposed to pay yourself. You're going to learn all that with me because like you said, you keep out the times people think they just get it and that's it. Okay, I got my LLC. Let's celebrate. But it's more to it. It comes, I always say, an LLC comes with great responsibility. 
I can just imagine the hesitation that people have with it. And so my advice is, if it's not me, find somebody that's going to help you because the consequences are great, Lisa. If you mishandle it and misabuse it, there are some consequences. Well, I've heard horror stories for sure. I don't want to be one of those stories. So <laughs> I don't um, want you to be one of those stories either. We're not. And I know that a lot of it is that we can't really dive into too much because every sure. state is different. Um, you know, maybe actually have people that listen in other countries. So that's way different. But I think, yes, it's finding someone that can help explain to you the exact steps for your state. So you do it properly. But I did want to talk or have you talk a little bit about this registered agent, because I know that threw me off a little bit. So, okay. So part of the LLC. So before you even get an LLC, make sure that you understand the stuff, because there's some questions they're going to ask you. One, Lisa, you probably remember, of course, what is your business name, right? Mm-hmm. Are you going to be, and then they probably ask you how you want to do your LLC, L period, C period, or LLC, or you want to spell it out or whatever. You know, you got to know the purpose of your business, your address. And then there it comes. Who is your registered agent? And people ask me, what does that mean? So your registered agent is going to serve as the person that is going to get any documents from the government regarding your business. So that person is very key to your business. So if you're going to be served a lawsuit, right? You're not going to be subpoenaed. I mean, you're going to be subpoenaed, but the subpoena is going to go to the registered agent, right? So that person has to be a very dependable person, right? So like any, as we get audited by the state, they're going to be the first person on record to get the document. They are like your first line of defense, right? Now, in some states, you're allowed to be yourself. You, you're allowed to be your own registered agent. However, <laughs> I'm just going to be very honest with you all. If you're not the most organized person and you don't even open up your regular mail, you may not want to be your own registered agent because I've had clients, you know, those people, Lisa, they get the mail and they just throw it on the counter and don't even look at it. Mm-hmm. And I had clients that I had one client that made a mistake and did that. And it was something from the state of Maryland. And now he is debted to the state of Maryland for something that he could have prevented. But because he wasn't even organized his own personal life with his mail, he sure wasn't organized with his business stuff. Oh, yeah. And so I tell people, if you're not the best of keeping up with stuff, you may want to get a professional registered agent because some of these agents will open the mail for you, send you a notification, and some of them will just, you know, handle the stuff for you. Now, in some states, like I mentioned, will allow you to be your, be your own registered agent. But there's another caveat to that. The rules state that the resident agent must be available during normal business hours. Because if you get sued and somebody comes to that address and nobody answers the door, what do you think is going to happen, right? You already told the state that you're going to be there, right? You need to check your state to see what your state requirements are. Because some states do require, if you're that person that likes to go shop in midday, you know, make that Starbucks run or go go to Target and one of the people that you go for one thing, you're in it for four hours. You may not want to be your own registered agent or somebody else. So whoever you pick as your registered agent, they have to be dependable because you don't want to miss a deadline because deadlines, the, the, the I mentioned before, the consequences are great. And so not only are you risking fees, fines, and punitive damages, possibly, you could be risking your business being closed by administrative action, and you don't want that. And so those you have to really understand what you're getting yourself into. And a lot of times, even these third-party companies, they don't explain it. They even offer try to offer you their service as a resident agent and still don't explain to you what it is. But you have to be truly informed of what it is, because it does bring good membership benefits with it. If somebody do sue you, they can't attack your personal assets unless... It is a limited 
liability. So you have half a shield. It's like going into battle and you have half a shield, right? So that means you you have a 50-50 chance. But if you have committed fraud, negligence, malfeasance, then creditors can then possibly attack your personal assets if you have been found guilty in court. And so this is all scary. I know you're quiet right now. <laughs> I can hear it in your voice that you're quiet, but it's a lot. But by the time you're done with me, though, you're going to know everything. You're going to sleep easily at night. You're going to be like, okay, I understand because it's not really a hard process. I think once you develop the knowledge of it going forward, you're like, oh, I got this. Okay, I understand it. It's just finding somebody to help break it down for you is what you really need. You took the words out of my mouth. I think it's really about finding someone who's going to break it down. Because Mm -hmm. while we don't have to be the one that's actually taking care of it all necessarily, like you were saying, we do need to be aware of what's going on in our business. And that's so true. I'm sorry. That is so true. There's companies like myself that help you maintain it. Mm-hmm. So if you don't, if you type person like, look, I don't want to maintain this. I don't want to do nothing with this. I just want to make sales. I want to make my money. I want to deal with my customers. And imagine the same people who don't want to do their finance and bookkeeping either or their taxes. You can outsource this stuff. If you feel like if you're listening right now, it's like, if what I'm telling you is preventing you from doing it, take a deep breath, gather yourself and know that you can outsource this stuff. I'm a big supporter of outsourcing. Oh, yeah. So just make sure you vet the company right. Vet them right, making sure that they understand what your obligations are. And then take a deep breath. Like, okay, I know I need to do this. You know what? Let me just go find somebody to maintain it. So now that way I know I'm doing it right. For sure. Okay. I'm going to breathe a little bit now because- Okay. Yeah. Breathe a little bit because there's somebody out there, that, there's companies out there to help you. <laughs> Oh, this was amazing. I know that you have a couple of resources you've mentioned, you know, that you help people with this. So I want to talk about that a little bit. Number one, I always start with website and an Instagram because that's where we're hanging out. That's where we're usually talking to our audience or community and answering questions. So let's like ease into it a little bit. In the okay. show notes, you'll see Stephanie's website connecting with her on social and she has a freebie that she's sharing with us a freebie I don't really like to say that word but I keep throwing it out there because that's what it is but just a resource that's a free gift and it's going to help us so you have what you call the startup guide yes so I have a business startup guide so what you want to do is you want to go to my website www.legitmybiz.com and then click on DIY resources it'll link to my my vault and that particular document is available for free you just go in there, put it in the cart, and you order it. And it's going to walk you through all this stuff. It's going to explain, because we're just talking about LLC. There are four other options. You can be a sole proprietor. You can be a partnership. Or you can be an S-Corp. Or you can be a C-Corp. Or you can be a nonprofit. We didn't, you know, that's a whole different conversation. Mm-hmm. And so this document walks you through the pros and cons of both. And I tried to break it down into a way that you can understand it. And so the best way for me to do it is to give you both sides. So you, so by the time you're done, you're going to make an intelligent decision for yourself, which method you want to go. Because we're talking about LLC now, but there are more options for your business. If you choose to be a sole proprietor, like, look, I don't want to do none of this. There is another option, but make sure you read this because it's going to tell you the pros and cons of each. 
Love you can it. also find me on my Instagram page at legit my biz. You can DM me. My DMs are always open. And then you can also send me a DM and say, hey, some people are not tech savvy. We have to acknowledge that. Oh, Even yeah. if you show them and tell them where to go, they still may have some issues. So if you also DM me, send me a message and say, hey, I want that startup guide to, about the about LLC. I can send it to you through an email and you don't have to go through that whole process. And so those are the best ways to get in touch with me and, and find out all about the services that I have as well. And I also have other resources in there as well in the vault. Awesome. And one of the other things that I want to mention is the LLC coaching program that you have and talk about your oil change that you provide <laughs> to kind of get people started. Sure. So the first thing I do, I do offer a coaching program. But before I do that, I'm not one of these coaches where I'm going to throw coaching at you right away. I do what I call an LLC checkup. I call it an oil change. Like, you know, when you go buy a car, you go for maintenance. I check out this, make sure what's the best route for you. First, we got to look at your LLC. If you already registered, we want to make sure that it's correct first, right? It, I may go through the process of my, I have a five-point checklist. Like you go to, you know how to go to Jiffy Low and they have that five-point signature checkup? Check. Mine's just similar to that. And I might say, Lisa, you know what? You're on the right path. You just maybe need to read this guide or maybe your weakness is taxes. So you know what? I'm going to put you on my calendar and touch back you during tax season. You're doing it. You're rocking it. You're a rock star. Way to go. Right, Lisa? Yes, that is right. <laughs> That's the option. So then from there, after I do the checkup, it's a 30-minute checkup. It is $30, though. It's a 30-minute checkup, but it's worth it. What y'all don't know is before this call, Lisa and I went through, through part of what I do. And I'm not really a rock star, guys. So I'm, <laughs> okay. it's okay to not be a rock star yet, but we're going to get there because now we know better, right? She's an opening app right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> then eventually she'll be the main attraction in a few months, right? right. So that's what we do. We, I go through the process. I make sure that you're right because a lot of times, especially if you do it yourself, you're like, I'm not sure. Or I also let you know too that, remember I mentioned earlier, it is a public record document. And I'll be like, because a lot of people don't know that anybody can search for it, right? If they know how to do it. And I'll say, Lisa, you know your address is listed. Do you really want your personal address on here? Because be honest, people may have stalkers and stuff like that. So I'll go through what everything was like. If you don't want your personal address on here, I'll give you some options on how to maybe set up a virtual office or something like that. So you won't have your personal address on there. And then from there, if I find out that you really need some help and assistance, I do have some options. I have a group coaching and individual coaching because a lot of times people are like, you know what? They're a little nervous. They kind of don't feel comfortable in a group setting. Then we do offer individual coaching as well. And then I also offer LLC toolbox where you can just kind of go in there at your own pace. There's videos in there. There's documents. There's do-it-yourself. There's quizzes, things like that. There, I do have what I call a cafeteria plan. I do have a plan that fits everybody. If you don't know where to begin, I would say begin with the checkup because that's the first place to see because we want to make sure your library card is in good standing. You, want, you don't want to go check out a book and the, and the librarian tells you, you owe a past due fee. You can't check it out. You have a late fee. And that can happen to an LLC. You get charged with a late fee if you don't file your annual report. Love it. So good. Okay. I know that this was all a lot to digest. And I also want you to know that you're not alone. And this is extremely important. If you have a business that you've already been running and you have not taken the steps to become more legal and protected, this is important. So I'm not going to let you run away from it. Take a step forward and do something about it. So listening to this was a great first step. And 
I always like my guests to give us an action step, but I think it's extra important today. So Stephanie, what do we do next? What is the simple thing after we pick ourselves up off the floor, put our buns straight again? (laughs) What do we do after this? So the first thing you want to do is I'm glad that you said it. That would be my first suggestion was just take a breather. You take a breather, take a moment to yourself, and then you pick yourself up. The second thing you want to do is get educated. Whether it's me or you go online, there's a lot of resources. Definitely make sure that you learn everything. Even if you have to go to the library, there's things in Amazon that helps you understand LLC. So I definitely would say after you get yourself together, make an action plan. The action plan could be like, like it could be simple as this. I'm going to do my best to, to know all I can about the LLC. Then if I don't know it, the second step is I'm going to get help. I'm going to find somebody, whether it's me or somebody else, to get it done. And then three is that I am going to be a good steward of my LLC. Mm-hmm. You know, I check, I kind of mix up based on our conversation. I'm thinking those are three things that I would do right now is definitely learn all about it. Go check your current thing too. Right now, go put, if you have a copy of your LLC, Just look at it right now to make sure it's correct. Make sure it has your name, your address, your designated resident agent, all that stuff on there. And if it's not, then then get some help to take the next step to fix it. But the main thing to know is like Lisa said, the help is there, right? Help is there. And don't be afraid to ask for help. It does not show that you're weak. It doesn't show that anything else that, you know what, I am taking the steps to be a better business person. I want my business to succeed. I want to stay under the radar from any government trouble. So that's the things I would say right now do is take a breather, try to learn more about, pull out your documents. If you did it yourself, you should have gotten an email from the secretary of the state. Read the stuff that they give you. Always read the information. And if you don't understand it, please contact someone like me or another person that can help you. You may already have somebody in your circle, in your tribe that can help you, but don't be left in the dark. They can give you the flashlight that you need to see. Love it. So important. All right. We're all breathing together and this is going to be okay. We just got to take step by step and we'll get it done. I do want to just remind you all to check out the show notes because the links for everywhere that you can connect with Stephanie are there. And I would really love to hear from you today. So let us know what you thought of this episode. Reach out to us on Instagram. We are both very open. We love chatting with you about things that you've learned, questions that you still have. So come and let us know what you're taking away from this and even commit to us that you're going to make it happen for yourself and for your business, because that's what we really want to do. And, you know, Nice Girl CEO podcast is really about bringing these guest experts to help you know and learn things that you don't know and understand. And it's for me as well. We are a girl gang right here, a community of women business owners that are growing together because we are learning together. So thank you, Stephanie. You're amazing. I really appreciate you being here with us today. Thank you for having me, Lisa. All right. We will catch you next time. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you really enjoyed it, I'd love for you to write a review and share it. Also be sure to connect with me in my Facebook group, Social Impact Squad, and follow me on Instagram at NiceGirlCEO. Hope you have an awesome day. Go take action in reaching your goals, and I'll see you next time.